All right. Daf Ayin, page 70. We're down the home stretch of Mesechah's Yuma. Um, we continue on. We're up to the second line on Daf Ayin Amud Aleph. This, uh, we, we were discussing the Kriya Satira of the Kayin Gadol and that process. We ended off yesterday learning that the, it was permitted to skip um, by Navi, except if you go out of order, by Taira as well. If it's within one Indian, if it's within one topic, you're allowed to skip as long as the Metorgamon, as long as the interpreter was still talking. But as soon as the interpreter finished speaking, you are not allowed to keep rolling. You have to start reading immediately out of Tircha de Tzibura. We didn't want to cause any sort of unnecessary waiting uh, to the Tzibur, to the community. So we're going to wrap up uh, this conversation concerning the Sifre Taira, different beautiful halachas concerning the reading of the Sifre Taira, which is going to lead us to the middle of Daf Ayin, which is the Mishnah. Um, and there's two more Mishnayas in our Perek, until we finally get to the eighth Perek, which will be in about uh, five blood or so. And that'll be the final Perek of Yuma, where there's a lot, a lot of Agartha uh, Gemaras coming up. Um, there's actually only three blot left in the Perek. We, we end on Ayin Gimel Amad Beis. Okay, so here we go. Second line on Ayin Amad Aleph, the he rolls up the Sefer Torah and he says the rest by heart. The Kol Lama, why does the Kayin Gadol read from the Torah, roll it up and say, oh, there's a lot more written in here. So people shouldn't be mighty laz on Sefer Torah. People are going to say, oh, the Kayin Gadol started reading from the Torah. Now he's rolling it up and saying the rest by heart. It must be that the Sefer Torah that he was reading from didn't have everything written inside of it. This is what, again, we're concerned about people's wrong assumptions. They're going to assume if he's reading the rest by heart. Oh, nice, nice, there's something wrong with the Torah. When really, the only reason why he's doing that is because it's, it's, we don't have to waste time. So it says the Gemara, We learned that from the word in the book of Bamidbar is read by heart. It says the Gemara, a very basic question. Am I, why did the read? Why do you have to announce, oh, and, and there's a lot more written, but let me say the rest by heart. Read it inside. Am I, Nikru Venigli, no, just roll it. What we said before, we learned yesterday. At a Kavarat Sibur, you don't start rolling a Sefer Tire and you keep the Kehillah waiting. The responsibility of a Gabai is to make sure that the, as much as possible at least, to make sure the Sefer Tire is rolled to the proper place so you don't keep a Tzibur waiting. This is a very important idea, not to waste people's time. Which is a balance you to have in shul. You can have some guy get up there and start schlepping away, you know, when he decides that he's on an island when he's davening and the tzibur is not really interested. So you're wasting people's time. Some tzibur is appreciated. So you have to know. You have to know your tzibur. You have to know why you're up there to daven. But to cause tircha de tzibura, to cause unnecessary um, uh, schlepping for the tzibur is a lack of respect. It's a lack of cover. Says the Gemara, Amar of. Um, the Naisi Achrin of Enikri says the Gemara a very basic question. Okay, so don't roll the Sefer Torah and keep people waiting. Maybe bring two Sefer Torah. You ever heard of such a thing? Yeah? Bring two Torahs. Most shuls have two Sefer Torahs. Certainly in the Beit Samikdash, they could have had multiple Sefer Torahs. 
So again, we're back to our question. Why did the Kohen Gadol read from the Torah? And then when he gets to the part of Bab Sefer Bamidbar, Uba Asar, he says the rest by heart to not cause Yachazibura. Why not just put down the first Torah and have the second Torah waiting to start reading from it? Answers the Gemara, Ravuna Bar Yehuda Amar Mishom Pigma Yishol Rishon. Okay? Says Ravuna. You know why we don't bring a second Torah there? Because people are going to say, oh, you know why? Again, people's wrong assumptions. You know why we had to bring a second Torah? It must be the first one had a so. The first one had a problem. That's how reading from a second Torah. It's because of a bracha, she'en letzich would be an unnecessary bracha. Whenever you bring a new Torah, you can have to make a new bracha on it. And if you could, and, uh, if you could do it by heart, that halach, the, to read it by heart would override uh, making this bracha. Therefore, it's considered a bracha she'en letzricha. And that's why we don't bring a sefer Torah. You, you make a bracha when you read it from it inside. You don't make a bracha when you read psukim from the outside. Now, keep in mind something fascinating. We should immediately be jumping out of our skin. And we should be saying, one second, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, you don't bring a second Torah to read from? Really? Because of concern of the first Torah? Anybody here ever been to shul on Shabbos Reish Chaydesh? Anybody here ever been to a shul on Shabbos Hanukkah Reish Chaydesh? Shabbos Reish Chaydesh Hanukkah? Where there's three Sifrei Torah, ask the Gemara, Micha Shin Pigma, are we concerned? That about bringing out a second Sefer Torah, people are going to have a problem with the first one. When Shabbos Hanukkah coincides with you take a three Sefer Torah. One is the Parsha Hashavua, the Parsha of the week. Another one is read from Hanukkah. You see, there's nothing wrong with bringing out multiple Sifrei Torah. I, why don't we say you can't bring out extra ones? People are going to say it's a problem with the first one. Answer the Gemara. I'll tell you a difference between Shabbos, Rishchidosh, Hanukkah, and the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur. No differences, very basic. On Shabbos, Rishchidosh, Hanukkah, what happens is like this. You call up somebody for an aliyah from the first Torah. We'll call it through Shishi. Then you're calling up a brand new person. It's a brand new aliyah, a brand new person. So you can bring up a brand new Torah. No one's going to say, oh, it's because someone's wrong. We'll say, all right, he's reading something else. And then when he's done, you're calling up a third person for maftir, and you're bringing up a new Torah. Nobody, nobody's not a pagam. You're reading something else. However, but the Kaingadol, the same person on Yom Kippur, for him to stay there, and while he's there reading, start switching Sifrei Taira with one person up there, that's going to cause people's minds to go haywire, and they might start to think there's a Pagam in the Taira. Otherwise, why are you switching? And therefore, on Yom Kippur, we stick with one Taira. When you have to move to Sefer Bamidbar, what do we do? Just say it by heart. I. why don't you roll it? Takes too long. Why don't you bring out a second one? Because people are going to find an issue with the First, Sefer Torah. Period. End of discussion. Okay, beautiful. Next part of the Mishnah says, The Kohen Gadol makes eight brachas. Tanu Rabban, and the rabbis learned, and so should we, Allah Torah. What are the eight brachas? He makes brachas at Torah. Okay, that we say every morning. It's the same bracha that we say, Okay. 
Then he makes the brachas for the avaida, for the karbanas, for thanking HaKadosh Baruch Mechila Sa'avain and and uh, requesting of Hakadosh Baruch Hu that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the source of all mechila. Ve'ala mikdash b'fnei atzma a bracha over the mikdash. Ve'ala kahana b'fnei atzma and for sheve kahuna ve'al yisrael b'fnei atzma ve'al shar tefila and for the rest of davening. We say that these the brachas that the kain gadol would make. Tana Rabbana the rabbis learned and that's why the rabbis who shar tefila the eighth bracha that we said is on the rest of davening. What does that mean? The bracha was that the Kayan would say, I have Rina, I have singing, Trina requests, uh, um, I'm uh, subjugating myself uh, with Trina, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out. You're, I'm relying on you, I'm requesting in front of you, for Kaisrol who needs your salvation. And he ends up the bracha, maybe say for Terami Beisai. And everybody would bring a Sefer Torah from his home. And this was just so there would be so many Sefer Torah out. And everybody would see the amount of Sefer Torah, the, the, the preciousness of each Torah that each family would bring uh, to, uh, to this reading on Yom Kippur. Now, the Mepharshim that explained they would bring it before Yom Kippur, they didn't come to carry B'Shosh Rabim. but be it as it may, it's very interesting to note over here, people made sure to have Sifrei Taira, they made sure to own Sifrei Taira, and they own beautiful Sifrei Taira, and the, the last mitzvah of, of the Taira that's listed in the Hamisha Chumshei Taira is Va'ata Kisvu there's a mitzvah midairaisa, if a person has the ability, mitzvah 613, yeah, if a person has the ability to own a Sefer Taira. Okay. Let's discuss the next part of the Mishnah, which we had a problem with when we read it. The Mishnah ended off and told us something that was very basic, and we were like, hey, what's the Chiddush? The Mishnah says, by the way, whoever went to the Torah reading was not able to be present by the burning of the limbs outside Yerushalayim. Okay? They couldn't see it, not because they weren't allowed. They just, you couldn't be, you couldn't, as we say in Yiddish, you can't dance at three chastas. You can't dance at two weddings at one time. You can't be in two places at one time. Important, you say, for every human being. Sometimes we try to do too much, and we try to be two places at one time. You can't. You can't be two places at one time. Says Pshita, what's the Mishnah mentioning this for? I know. You can't be at the burning, and you can't be listening to the Kohen Gadol. Says the Says the Gemara something beautiful. Mahu I would have thought like Reish Lakish, Dom Reish Lakish, Yemavir Nala Mitzvah. Umay Mitzvah. You don't pass over a Mitzvah. Umay Mitzvah. What's the Mitzvah in watching this? Vereivam Hadras Melech. It's so beautiful. There's a Mitzvah to be to be watching. Mitzvahs being done, because the more people who are watching a Mitzvah, enhances the Kiddush Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's kingdom is as great as the amount of people involved. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, but how big is a, how great is a king, depending on the size. I'm the king of what? Of my, of, uh, my basement. Who's in my basement? Me. Wow, that's a kingdom. No, just you. Shkoyach. Yeah? And I'm not even controlling myself. Me, Sahara controls me, so it's a joke. Okay? So the greater, the, the more people in the kingdom... The more, the greater the covet. And therefore, 
I would say, listen, that you, you're not allowed to go from one to the other because of Bereba Majas Melech, therefore Kamash Therefore, the Tanah Mishra lets us know that you're allowed to move from one to the other. You can go. Once, if the Kayim finishes one part of Kriya Satera, you could then try to, I don't know if you can get there in time, but you could try to make it, and there's no concern of Bereva Majmelch. The only concern is you just can't be in two places at one time. Oh, but if it's possible to move from one place to another, then you're allowed to do that uh, as well. Again, biggest sight in life, right? You can't be in two places at once, but you are permitted to move on from a situation that you're in. You're permitted to... Uh, if possible, so your your person is not always stuck. You can you can uh, you can move around. Okay, period. End of that Mishnah. Next Mishnah. All right, here we go. He's now the Kain Gadol is now finished with Kriyas Hatayra. This Mishnah is going to discuss the rest of the Avaida till the end of the day. Here we go. In the big day butz remember we said the Kangado could be wearing either his personal clothing or the linen garments. If he's still wearing the linen garments, Kiddush the Ragul. He does Kiddush Dan Ragulayim, Pasha Yard Vitova. He goes back, he goes down into the mikvah. Olav in his he comes up and he dries himself off. If he like big day Zov, and they bring him the big day Zov. Now remember, he didn't wear the big day Zov for the Kaidish HaKadosh Mavayda, he wore for the outer Avayda. But love Ashra Kiddush the Ragul. And he washed hands and feet again, Vyatsav Asas Elav Es Elav. And now, again, uh, so far we had, he brought the bull and the goat. Now he's bringing our, um, his own personal aisle, his own personal ram, and the ram for Klau Yisrael. These are going to be carbon oilas. The S Shivas Kvasim Tamimim B'nei Shona. And seven sheep uh, that are within their first year of growth. Now, th- now these seven sheep are going to be the Musuf Avaida. That um, the seven sheep were brought with the Tamid Shalshacha. They weren't meant for the Muslim. And the Sar that was done outside of the Kaidesh. They were brought with the Tamid Shalbein Then he came back out of the mikvah. He, he came out, he dried himself off. Big Day Lavan, they brought him back his Big Day Lavan, and again. Now, why did he put on his white linen garments? Because that's what he wore whenever he entered the Kedesh HaKadoshim. So he put on the white garments. Now he's going back into the Kedesh HaKadoshim to remove the, the pan and the shovel that he originally brought in there for the coals and the Kateris. And he goes to the mikvah again. And he comes out, dries himself off. If he like big days up, they bring him a big days up again. The lavash v'kidish yada v'raglov, and he puts on the big days up. He washes his hands and feet. V'nichnas l'hakter k'tayres shalbein arbayim, and he goes into the kaidash to be makter the k'tayres of the afternoon. Okay, that was done. Um, uh, th- this is going to be the second k'tayres. Ulahotav esaneiros, and also to set up the menorah that was burnt towards. Uh, the, the, as we know, the menorah was burned towards each evening, and then it would it would burn through the night. That was the avayda of the menorah. So um, I lost the place. I'm sorry. Ulahatev es He would make to the nearest. He'd set them up. The kiddush of the veraglav, and he would do kiddush of the again. Upashat, and he would take off his clothing. This was the final avayda. Vilay big the atzmai velavash. He now put on his personal clothing. Umalvin say albeisin. They would walk him home. The yamtiv hayayisalayavav, and he would make a party. For everybody who was 
close to him. Okay, I guess on Matzah Yom Kippur. Out of Haidah, out of thanks that the Kaingada left the Kaidash Bishalom, right? Sometimes the Kaingada was not worthy when you go into Kaidash Akadashim, he would die. Now that he completed the Avaidah and Kaisal got there, Kapara, so it was a Yamtif, it was a sign of Akadash Baruch Hu's love for Kaisal and the worthiness of the Kaingada. Period. End of the mission. All right, and that completes. The daily Avaida for the Kain God. Says the Gemara. Zok the Gemara, here we go. We're about 10 lines to the bottom of the page. Ibai Lahu. They ask the question searching for information. Hechi Kamar. What do we mean? That the seven sheep were brought with the Tamit Shal Shachar, the morning Tamit before the Musr. But the, the, the par. And the sa'ir were done outside with Rashi Ben Is that what he means? The only these were brought in the morning. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe Achi Kamar. In Tamid Shal Shachar, how you grave him? That if they were brought Tamid Shachar Paray Lebadayu Vesara Nasi Bechutzim Tamid Shal Ben Arbaim. Maybe it means they were done with the Tamid Shal Shachar, and the par was brought with the seven sheep as well. And only in the afternoon was the sire brought. Was the par and sire in the afternoon, or was the par in the morning and the sire in the afternoon? Visu. And furthermore, what we're unclear about is, par ha'ayla, the Rabbi Yezid, the Sharia, the par ha'ayla, the bull that was brought as an ayla, who, according to Rabbi Yezid, he didn't talk about this at all, the bull ayla, emas avidle, according to him, when's the kind of going to bring it? He kind of left that out. So we're, we're unclear, according to Rabbi Yezid, where, uh, when that fits into the Seder Hayyim for the Seder Avaida, the Sioux, and another Shaila searching for information that we have is Bain the Rebbe Yazir, Bain the Rebbe Akiva, Emure Chatos, Emas Ovid Behu. They left out the Emure Chatos, they didn't tell us when these things were brought and burned. Okay, so those are the three things we need clarity about. Again, the first one is are the par and the sar in the afternoon, or is it the par in the morning, sar in the afternoon? Question number two is, Rebbe Lez didn't talk about when the para'il is brought, so according to him, how does that fit into the Seder Avaida? And finally, according to everybody, according to Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Akiva, where's their mention of the Murim? When does it get brought? Omar Rav. Rav says, Lai mishkachas lo mitakanta ela oile Rebbe Lezer detonabe debe Shmuel. It's the only time you find any mention of uh, the entire Avaida with everything involved is according to Rabbi Eliezer who's quoted by the yeshiva of Shmuel. Or according to the opinion of Rabbi Akiva as quoted in the Tesefta. Okay, now let's explain. What are we talking about? Where do we find a thorough uh, a list of the entire Avaida? They turned to Be'i Shmuel because they learned in the Be'i Shmuel of Shmuel again they're quoting Rabbi Eliezer, okay? Rabbi Yezer says that he would go out and bring his own ayol and the ayol ha'am. Ve'emurei chatos. So he's adding in emurei chatos. Avo paro ayol v'shivas kosim v'sara nazi b'chot. Im tamash ben rabayim. So you mamash have all of our answers, right? The first question was, is the paro and sara in the afternoon, the paro in the morning, so in the afternoon, the answer is to both in the afternoon. And it's letting us know uh, when the parha ayol is brought, and it's letting us know when the imurim fit in. And Rabbi Akiva did Tesefta Mahi. Where do you see clarity? Where the Tesefta is quoting Rabbi Akiva? The time we learned the Rabbi Isa. 
Rebbe Kiva, Imer Rebbe Kiva says, Paroi, Lebe Shivas Kvasim, Im Tamit Shal Shachar, Hayu. The Paroi, and the Shivas Kvasim were all brought in the morning, so, Kraven, Hayu Kraven, they were brought in the morning, so you see that the, uh, right now, when the, when's the Paroi, Lebe brought, boom, first thing in the morning. Shenamar, Movadai, Lasabaykar, Sherlai, Lasatamit, Tasu, Asayla, come on, let me hear it. Okay, Movadai, Lasabaykar, Sherlai, Lasatamit, Viachrakach, Havaydasayayim. And afterwards, we say that the Avaida Siyayim, after all those carbonists, the par of the morning with the Tamid, then the, then the Kain Gadol would begin the regular Seder Hayyayim. So we already have the answer for that as well. Let's now turn to Amud Beis. The Achakach Sarah Nasibachot said afterwards he would bring the Sa'ir, which was the which the Avaida was done outside. Shinamar, as it says, here is the Mechlechatas Mobad Chatas Hakipurim, the Achakach Eloi Ve'el Ha'om, the Achakach Imurichatas. We got the Imurimim telling us exactly what it's done. The Yachakach Tomid Shel Bain Ha'ar Bayit. Okay, so we have, we're going to finish this up soon, get back to this Taisefta, but we have the Bismanish of Shmuel quoting Rabbi Yezer with the complete Avaida, and we have the Taisefta quoting Rabbi Akiva also filling in all these gaps. We had three questions in the Gemara. When are all these things done? So either the Bismanish of Shmuel fills in those gaps for us or this Taisefta of Rabbi Akiva. Now, my time is Rabbi Yezer. Why does Rabbi Ezra say that the seven sheep of the carbon Musaf are brought with the Talmud Shalbein Arbayim? Ovid Kiddichsev. He says that Ovid Kiddichsev, it's got to be done the same way it's written in the Torah. Ovid Beresha, the Torah's Kayanim. First, he takes care of the things that are listed first in Torah's Kayanim, in Sefer Vayikra. And then he takes care of the Avaidas that are mentioned in Bamidbar, Rabbi Akiva, what's Rabbi Akiva going to say? He disagreed that it was all done in the afternoon. He says, Because the Pasuk that I quoted, besides the that's, that's for the Eilas HaTamid, you should do these things. You see the Karmusav are brought in the morning. The general Karmusav are brought in the morning. Okay. The Gemara is now going in classic style. Rabbi Lazar's got his proof. He says, listen, Vayikra comes before Bamidbar, so take care of all the Vayikra things before Bamidbar, while Rabbi Akiva says, no, it's listed together in the Pesach of Movad Vayikra, right? So, what does Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer do with Rabbi Akiva's Pesach now? Rabbi Eliezer who says that, was brought in, that the Musaf was brought with the afternoon one, because of Vayikra first, and then Bamidbar, what does he do with Rabbi Akiva's Pesach? Rabbi Eliezer, Ahay Movad Chatas HaKippurim, it's just telling us that they're both coming to give a kapara for the same thing. But when there's a mistake in Avera on Yom Kippur, the same uh, reason why we're bringing the one inside the Kaidesh is the same reason for the, uh, for the other animals that are also brought for a mistaken Avera. Rabbi Yehuda Aymer Mishmai, and Rabbi Yehuda says in his own name, that, by the way, the seven sheep that are part of the Musaf, he says, they don't all get brought, previously we said either they all get brought with the Karma Tamit Shal Shachar, or the other opinion was they get brought with Tamit Shal Bein Says Rabbi Yehuda, no. One of the seven gets brought with Tamit Shal Shachar, and six, we split up. We split up the Musaf. One gets brought in the morning, six gets brought in the afternoon. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, he says, another opinion, Six get brought in the morning, and one gets brought in the afternoon. Okay, so, says Gemara, one second. Where's the splitski coming from? 
All right, where do we, where's this whole idea? What's this whole idea of splitting up one and six, or six and one? What is the reason for the Rabbanon? They say, There's two psukim written concerning the carbon musaf. It says, besides, for the Aylas HaBaikar, you also bring the Karba Musa. Uksiv, now, besides for it, seems to be with it. Right? In addition. Usually the word besides, besides for that, in addition, means so we say, Movad you're bringing the Musaf. So that means you should bring them in the morning. That's one Pasuk seems to apply like that. Uksiv, but there's another Pasuk that says, the Yatsavasa Selasai. Then he goes out and he does the carbon his carbon ayla. Hilkach therefore, Ovid hacha hacha. You see from here, some are supposed to be done in the morning and some are supposed to be done in the afternoon. Okay. But Michael says the Gemara. So now, if some need to be done in the morning and some in the afternoon, where do you get the breakdown though? Why is one opinion that it's one in the morning, six in the afternoon, the other one says six in the morning, one in the afternoon. Now we've explained why we, we divide them, but how it's divided and it's not explained. The Gemara explains like this. Rabbi Savar, Rabbi Yehuda says, It says, Besides for the Then you do the Now why? So he says that besides for the you're going to do the Musaf, not only it seems to imply you have to start the musaf. So according to you, you're going to bring one, one musaf sheep with it. Because again, you got a musaf in, in addition. You were yet designed that pasuk. You fulfilled what that pasuk wanted to say. But we don't want to do too much because that might tire out the kaingadah before he does the avayda sayyim. So do the minimum amount of the pasuk. This way the kaingadah keeps his energy. And then uh, towards the end of the day, when he brings the tamashah bein arbayim, boom, you complete it. He says, no. Once you start, you know, he's agreeing it's got to be divided. How? So he says, no. He says, no. It's not one, then six. He says, no. It's six. Why? Because once you start, you do as many as you can. Why? Because what happens if he, uh, you know, what happens if later on the day he doesn't have the time, something happens. Regarding Abayzayim, he's very careful. But over here, the Muslim. So therefore, do as many as you can now, but be yait design the pasuk of bringing in the afternoon as well, so you leave one to, to be yait design to fulfill that pasuk. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, to start wrapping up this topic. I'm going to stop at the two dots, two lines from the bottom of the dot. Here we go. Tukuli Amamiyas, everybody agrees, Chad Ayol Hu. There's one Ayol that's brought on Yom Kippur. Keman, who does that follow? Karebi. Tatanya, Rebbe Yomer, Ayol Echad, you bring one Ayol, Ha'omor Khan, Ha'omor Bechad Mishapakuda. The Ayol that we're mentioning here is the Ayol is, uh, that is also mentioned in Pikudim, in Sefer Bamidbar. Meaning, when it says that you bring an Ayol in Sefer Vayikra, and then it says you bring an Ayol in Sefer Bamidbar, it's referring to the same Ayol that's brought as an ayla. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, I mean, no, Shnei Elam Heim. When it mentions if Yikra, you bring an ayla, it mentions Rabbi bring an ayla, two separate ones. Echad Amor Khan, Echad Amor Bechom Meshapikud. My time with the Rabbi. Why does Rabbi say that it's all the same ayla, that it's all one ram, even though it's written in two different locations? He says, Dechsev Echad, because it says one. One is, is limiting. You're going to be stuck with one. Okay? Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, my Echad. They say, no, it's ultimately two, right? The one listed in Vayikra and the one listed in Vayikra are two separate ones. 
according to them, what do they do with the word echad? They say echad doesn't mean only one animal, it means a miyuchat, special, unique, Sheba Edroy, of in the flock. Meaning you got to bring the best of the best, the creme de la creme. The Rebbe, Nafkalei, had his Rebbe know you got to bring the best of the best. He learns it out, mimibchar nidrechem. In general, whenever you make uh, bring a carbon or you promise something to the base because you always got to bring the best. What type of thing is bringing a, you know, an, an economy carbon to the Eibushter? You bring first class, yeah. You bring you, you always bring the best. So so too over here. Why would it be any different? And according to Blazer Reb Shimon, who agrees you got to bring the best, why Taka do you need a special pasuk when it comes to Yom Kippur? That's in the Dava. When a person's choosing to bring a carbon, you say, oh, listen, you're pledging it. You got to bring the best. But maybe when it's a chayva, when it's obligatory, I just got to I just gotta do what I got to do. And I don't necessarily need to bring it. Therefore, Trichi, the Pasuk, therefore, used the word echad to teach me that even by a chayv, even by a chayva ayol, like this one of Yom Kippur, there's still an obligation to ensure that it is brought with the best of the best. We will hold it here for today. And Be'ezus Hashem, pick up tomorrow evening at 8.10 p.m., one hour before Mincha. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.